All right, so I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work or how this may even come out, but I'm going to record while I walk this morning through Paris. So I will say that I tried to record. Oh, and you might hear trucks. You might hear police. You might hear the occasional, you know, messy, bonjour. You're going to hear the background of Paris. And I'm going to do my best to like minimize that background noise as best as I can. But I tried to record an episode to kind of talk about being here in Paris and what I've seen in Paris and sneaker culture in Paris. And, you know, sort of share this with you while I'm here versus coming back and trying to fit it in and dominate too much of the episode when I get back with George in a couple weeks. So I, I tried to record in our apartment last night, but I wasn't comfortable. It didn't feel right. The apartment is beautiful, but it's uh, a lot of wood. It's a lot of space. So, you know, it was sort of like an echoey sound. I didn't like it. I didn't feel comfortable. Plus, it was about three in the morning. So I was already tired and drunk a lot of wine. And, you know, I was just more trying to force myself to do an episode versus something that made me feel good. Um, so episode might be a little bit different, but bear with me. And yes, I'll be talking about sneakers and kith and pickups and anything like that um, and everything like that. So, uh, you know, first real quick, I do want to remind everybody to check out kicksrx.com. That's K-I-X-R-X.com, online outlet. They got your premium. They got your, they got your lower end. They got anything you're looking for. It's somebody reliable. It's one of the homies that I know who uh, sort of helped out and involved in that. Trust me, I trust him. And if I trust him, that means you can trust him. So go ahead and check their page out. One thing that I like to do when I go in there, I sort by highest price. I mean, that's kind of sneakerheads thing, you know. Sort by highest price. See some of the stuff on there that you know, kind of looking for that I haven't bought yet, or you can search by lowest price or their best sellers and kind of see something that, you know, something casual you want to grab at a lower price than what you may have seen in the store for retail. So like I said, check them out, kixrx.com. Shout out to the homie. Um, pickups. Talk about pickups real quick. I guess I'll go that route first with pickups. Um, I ended up grabbing the human race Shoshona, which I believe that's how it's pronounced. Um, the burgundy pair. I mean, love them. Now, I will tell you, I grabbed them at a Kith Paris. Grabbing them at a Kith Paris, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, me and George have talked about them on the podcast numerous times, and we both said there's no way we'd pay retail for them. Well, I pay retail for them. And walking in the Kith, walking in the Kith Paris will make you, will make you hand over your routing number. That, that's how beautiful it was in there. That's the feeling that it provided in there. Oh, by the way, you might hear a few kids 
it's so different here. Now, I will say, I will say that I am probably staying in more, one of the more, um, I don't know what word to use. One of the more maybe affluential areas, I guess. It's sort of like staying in the brownstone sections of like Manhattan, like with the doctors and lawyers, you know, seeing a lot of kids walking to school and seeing a lot of kids walking to school with style is amazing. And I'm talking like little girls with their little pea coats, their little trench coats and their, and their little stockings. And they're so put together, you know, they're not... Now, I live in Arizona, so, you know, I did keep in mind where I'm at. There are seasons here. Where I live, there isn't seasons. So the little kids I see, you know, I try to make sure that my kids are more put together than the regular kid. But, you know, you see a lot of flip-flops and stuff. Right now, there is a bunch of little kids walking right now, and they're headed to school. And it looks like maybe two mothers or maybe two teachers that are walking with them and let me tell you, the kids are just stylish. I don't see any Jordans. I don't see any Yeezys. I don't see anything. I see stylish kids put together with their mask on, with their little scarves tied around their neck. And, <clears throat> you know, a lot of the examples of France, you know, Paris, I've ever had was just off the television and movies. And I'm going to tell you, it's a lot. It's really accurate, um, at least from what I've seen and from where I am. I don't want to give the impression that anywhere else around here, the outskirts anywhere, the outskirts of where I am, you know, for all I know, it could be way, way different. Like I said, I'm in the heart of the city. I'm literally standing and looking right under the Eiffel Tower. I mean, I, I'm, I literally can I can, if I really tried my best, I could probably spit on it. That's how close I am. I definitely could throw a rock at it. I mean, it's right here. Um, but like I said, for pickups, I did grab those. I grabbed a couple, actually quite a few kids shirts. You know, grabbed my son a kids shirt. And, you know, I wanted to get something that's exclusive to Paris. You know, they did say that when they do drop a lot of Paris exclusive kith items, they, they sell out way too quick. There's just no way of keeping them. Which is probably understood, and I think it may, and, and you know what, it, it's not from tourists going in there, it's from, you know, a lot of Parisians here, they they buy those, they love that, so, um, so I did grab those, I tried on the, the human race, Shoshona, the Burgundies, love them, I mean, the model itself is just, it's everything, it's a little weird in the back with the little shark fin point thing, but with certain pants and with them on, they're extremely comfortable. I mean, they just look dope on foot, you know? I remember the website, when they were doing the confirmed, had said, I think to go a half size up, I stay true. You know, when it comes to prime knit sneakers and stuff like that, I usually go a half size up only because, you know, when you put your foot in stuff like that, I hate seeing the print of like my toes or where my foot is and that's when you can kind of see it a little bit but they look dramatically bigger when you go a half size up so for me personally and this is for me to you i would recognize I, I mean i would recommend staying true to size but um you know it's up to you it's a preference thing uh i will be doing a top 10 list 
on this episode, if you want to call this an episode. I'll call this an episode. This is 266. Um, and I'll be doing a top 10 pairs of sneakers I've seen on feet in Paris to me. Uh, sorry for my nose. It's chilly out here. But I'm going to be doing it different, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more. I'm going to be ranking them by how beat they were. And, and, and what I mean by how beat they were isn't a bad thing. And I'm going to talk about that. Uh, releases. I'm not doing releases. I don't know. Go to your local, your website. I don't know. I'm not doing releases while I'm out here. But let me talk about Paris for a second real quick. Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of posting this week. Way more posting than I usually do. You know, I'll tell you that, like, typically, you know, the page is reserved for, like, whenever me and George try to post pics or what we're wearing or what we're rocking, you know, it just never really felt natural to us. It's just something that we just don't do often. But, you know, I wasn't going to let this opportunity pass to not do that, you know. Um, and I appreciate all the well wishes, like, yo, have fun, all that stuff, you know. Um, I, I can see why people, um, how do I put this? I can see why people feel the way they do, I guess, about the podcast. It, and it makes me feel good. Like I said, the biggest thing I, 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 I love about the podcast is that said, I want to start a podcast and did a podcast. That's the, that's the biggest thing that, you know, has always made me feel good about it. You know, like I said, all of us, people listening to this podcast, we've all had those discussions with the homies, you know, those sit around like, yo, I'm going to do this. I want to do that. And, you know, it becomes talk and you never actually do it. But, you know, with the podcast, I sat and said, I want to do it. And I started it. So before, and bear with me with this, because like I said, I'm just walking and talking. Hopefully the audio isn't too bad. Like I said, I'm walking by a construction site right now. Pretty confident you can hear those children in the background. I mean, it's beautiful here. Oh, let me get the heck out of here. Um, so it's one of those things where when me and my wife, I guess maybe met, while dating, that's how I put it, while dating, before we got married. And me and my wife have been together these 19 years, 19 years maybe, married for 11. We said for our 10-year anniversary, we're going to go to Paris. And you know, it's one of those things when you're younger, the idea of it sounds great. You know, you're like, yeah, you know, you're not married yet. You don't even know where you'll be financially to even be able to make that type of declaration. You, you just don't know, you know? And I will tell you, you know, we always joke and everyone's always like, you know, oh, you're rich fam, you know, all that. You know, the best part to me about me and my wife, like I said, bear with me. I know you want to hear about some sneakers. They're coming. Relax. One of the best parts about, you know, me and my wife is like the growth together. We're genuinely better people with each other. 
she is the one that pushes me to make sure that these things that we talk about, these things that happen, follow through. She's the reason why we're here. And I love that about her. I shout out to the homie Big Boy on Instagram. And he made a post, you know, talking about being with the person you love, being with your best friend, being with, you know, that special someone for you. It's all true. And I hope that people that listen to this podcast have that have that same thing I, I i i genuinely hope that and wish that for you and i'm not just saying that you know because this podcast is about sneakers 99 percent of the time so you know but i'm in paris so i'm taking this opportunity to talk a little bit more about myself a little personal being able to be across the world in a beautiful apartment like we're not leaving yet we've been here for days and we're getting ready to head to London tomorrow and come back to Paris and shop and do what you want and eat and and go to these special places and dress nice while here and know that our kids are safe and taken care of at home and we provided every single thing that they need you know, to make sure that they're there having a good time. You know, when we get back, they're in a good mood. And, you know, I know when we get back, you're going to fall back into the routine. You're going to get back into the, you know, the the life, you know, the school, the work, the podcast, the, you know, trying to find time for dinner, the sports practices, the dances, the ballet. But being able to take this break and understand this clarity and like, where I'm at. I'm in Paris. Some of you may have already been overseas. Some of you may have been to Paris. Some of you may have been to other places that you've set these goals to, and I applaud that. I'm almost 40. I'm 38. My first time out of the country, and I'm not including Mexico, and I'm not including that one time me and my family accidentally went to Canada. But out of the country, country, you know, I had never been on the plane where they had to say it in English and they had to say it in other languages to make sure that everybody on the plane understood the instructions. You know, hey, buckle your seatbelt, getting ready to land, all that type of stuff. And then someone else comes back on in another language and another language, you know, that's special to me. I haven't experienced that that at my age. Um, Sorry if I'm breathing hard too. Like I said, I am walking these beautiful streets of Paris. I mean, it's beautiful. Like... I, I can't explain it. Um, but my wife, to me, is, is just... It, it, it's something special about my wife. And I hope everybody else has this with their girlfriends, their wives, their significant others, you know, to push you to do more, to make you want to do more, to make you be able to appreciate certain things in life, to make you want to get way more out of life than you thought that maybe, you know, you could have or want to. You know, we invited our sister-in-laws along to come with us. And like I said, we wanted to do this for our 10th wedding, our 10th wedding anniversary. But obviously COVID happened. So it pushed it back a year. And I'm glad it, not glad it kind of did. You know, I don't like why it happened. But, you know, it kind of gave us a little bit more time to plan and get a better understanding and add a little bit more appreciation to it. You know, um, 
you know, 2020 was a, a wild year. And the fact that, you know, a year later, you know, things are opening back up and we're able to do stuff like this. So um, it did add to that. Like I said, we invited our sister-in-laws and my sister-in-laws and her sisters. And there are two people that like, I, I, I love to death, you know. There are two people that are, are caring, they're beautiful, they're understanding, they're everything that I think anyone who has in-laws or ends up with in-laws would want. I couldn't ask for better sister-in-laws, you know. Um, we're all very close, you know. They're very close to their, their nieces and nephews, my children, and that's what I love and that's what I want. And they put forth that effort all the time to be around us and we put forth that effort to be around them. It's never been an issue. Um, I'm glad they're able to experience this. I'm glad my younger sister-in-law or second youngest sister-in-law gets to experience this because, you know, one thing that, you know, her and I talked about was the fact that like my parents never left the country. Her parents never left the country, excluding Mexico. They've never been able to do anything like this and probably won't. I don't think my mom will. I hope so. My mom is 60-ish. I hope she finds muster up something to want to do this um we had thought about bringing my mom and the kids you know but probably wouldn't have been as enjoyable and the kids would have been losing their minds they would have been so bored here um sorry for my nose um but it's special here it's something that like i i can i can't describe on how my wife and I able to share this together, you know, brings you a little bit closer, you know, it, it, it does something and I'm very appreciative of that. Um, I had made a post with my sister-in-laws, you know, they love my sister-in-laws and my, my wife, Rocio, she works extremely hard and I always let her know that it's okay to treat yourself. It's okay to be better. You know, she, you know, she's quite fond of Gucci and stuff like that, but she's, they're from Maryville. So I made the post, you know, from Maryville to Gucci in Paris with my sister-in-laws and my wife in it. And somebody asked me what's, well, they didn't ask me what Maryville is, but they had said, I'm assuming Maryville must be maybe you know the hood something like that and it, it is it's like the west side of of phoenix west side of uh phoenix like you know there's two sides and look wherever you're from you all have those sides the west side and the south side of phoenix are considered the you know the hood you know for lack of it i'm i'm from the south side she's from the west side so um we all went to the schools that is considered by everyone else. We loved them, but considered by everyone else, the, you know, oh, you go to South Mountain, oh, you go to Alhambra, you know, those type of schools in those situations. And um, to come from that, you know, I'm not gonna divulge into my wife's life, you know, and I, I've always been a little bit more privileged than a lot of other people like I said my dad works really hard at a young age and like I said we was from Inglewood in the hood in the apartment and I watched my dad bust his butt 
to get us to certain levels, to close to middle class, then middle class, and maybe a little bit above middle class, you know? He busted his butt for that. So, and, and I, I'm appreciative. That's why I, I want to bust my butt. That's why I want to work harder. That's why I want to be able to provide more for my kids and things like that. Um, my wife, she busts her butt and she was maybe in a um, more, yeah, she was. I, I, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it was a lot harder for her growing up and for my sister-in-laws growing up and they made it work. I always tell my wife, you should be talking to other young women. You should be talking to other people about where you started and where you're at right now. I say this all the time, and I and my wife is one of the top realtors in the state of Arizona, and she's earned that. She's bust her butt for that. She's the best at it. Hey, you're not gonna find anyone who's gonna take care of their clients like my wife, to the point to where, you know, hey, it may even I have to suffer, you know, but I'm fine with it because that's her drive, that's her dream, that's what she's good at. I, I love the fact that she's able to find something at a young age that she's good at, she's great at, and she loves it. She will go above and beyond. Her job is to find you a beautiful home that fits well for you, a home that you know you and your family can grow in but she will help you fix your credit. She will, she will do it all. But going back to what I said, seeing my wife and my sister-in-laws walk through one of the most beautiful stores I've ever seen, the Gucci in Paris, and walk around with a personal shopper, and he's just running around selecting items and bringing them stuff to try on, and they're trying them on, and they're like, no, I don't like this one. And, Oh, yes, I'll take that one. Uh, you know what? Do you have this in a 38 European size? Do you have this? You know, he's, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have that. Let me call the other Gucci stores. Seeing that makes me feel good. Some of you might hear this and think, oh, snobs. I think he, I think he tight. You know, they bougie. They whatever. No. Like I said, I could get into in depth about how my wife has grown up how my wife has had to come over adversity she told me we're at dinner yesterday i guess a very famous restaurant that was on the movie sex in the city you know they loved that show you know when it was first out and i even catch my wife watching all the reruns now oh we got to go to this restaurant this is where they ate on sex in the city we're in a very popular beautiful restaurant my wife said she's a little uncomfortable and I told my wife, I said, you know what, when we get back to work and, you know, we get back into that routine in life and you see how hard you work and sometimes what you have to deal with on a daily basis, you deserve this. Like, you belong here. It's okay to work hard and be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Whether it's sneakers, whether it's traveling, whether it's fashion, clothing, Whatever it is, even if you use your fruits of labor to make sure that you help other people and that makes you feel good, do so. I don't want anyone to ever feel like I don't belong here when it's stepping out of your comfort zone. I, I, I want to remove comfort zones. Remove them. 
It's okay to feel special. It's okay to feel fancier or more expensive today. It's okay to walk around Paris wearing, what are these? I don't know. I think I may have paid $8 for these shorts. I think they were on sale. It's okay to walk around Paris wearing $8 shorts and, and I'm wearing an expensive jean jacket, but you get what I'm saying. It's okay. Walking around the Gucci store, seeing the joy in their faces, it just, it, it does something to you. And, and I loved it, and they deserve it. And, you know, like I said, we work hard for it. And I don't want to take anything in life for granted. I never want to take my wife for granted. I never want to take my kids for granted, my relationships I've built, friends, anything like that. Um, I want it to be celebrated. I want it to be appreciated. And, you know, the podcast, typically when we record the podcast, it's the podcast. The podcast is me and George talking how me and George talk to each other to every single day. Some of you might think like, oh, that's just them on the podcast. No, you come around me and George. That's how me and George are. But I'm going to talk to you today is Greg. I'm Greg today. I'm not podcast mode today. I'm Greg. I'm talking to you. And don't worry, sneakerheads. I'm going to get to sneakers. Relax. Get your finger off the skip 30 seconds. Get your finger off the track to fast forward ahead. I'm going to talk about sneakers, but I want you to hear this and understand this so that you maybe have a more better appreciation for your sneakers and, and what they can do and, you know, how to get them and, you know, how cool they are, but not important. A shout out to my wife, the love of my life, my everything. I appreciate her. My sister-in-laws, I loved them to death. Obviously, my kids. And I appreciate everybody who listens, subscribes, and shares this podcast. Hopefully, I kind of gave you a little bit of insight, you know, to being out here. But, you know, um, I'll talk about it a little bit more when I get back in studio with George a little bit. You know, find a little block of time to add to it. Um, but, you know, yesterday... You know, it's funny, you know, we when we always talk about sneakers and we talk about clothes, we talk about all this stuff. You know, let me talk about like style first. Let's talk about style in Paris first. It, it, it's everything that you think, everything that you've seen, movies, television, it's true. It, it's true. Now, bear with me here. Keep in mind, I'm basing this off of the areas that I've been in. I haven't been through every neighborhood. I haven't been through the areas that are probably um, Paris's version of the South Side or Maryville. I haven't been through that. I haven't been, so I'm not trying to put this view of Paris on the entire city. I'm not trying to put this view of it on the entire country of France, okay? I'm just telling you from the eyes of where I've been, where I've, I've been in Paris, where we've shopped, where we're staying, where we walk, where we hang out. That's all I'm doing at this moment. People here in the areas I've been in and where I'm staying have style. And 
it's chilly here, it's cold here. They have seasons, clearly. There's beautiful trees, there's leaves that are different colors, there are flowers that I don't think I've ever seen grow outside. I live in Arizona. Some of you live in other areas where you see a lot of this stuff. D.C., Maryland, Virginia, you know, up north, you know, New York. There are areas where you have trees. We don't got a ton of trees in Arizona. It's a lot of cactus. It's flat. It's dirt. It's dusty. Out here, the air is different. Now, I'm talking about Arizona air that I'm typically breathing. The sky is clear here. It, it's something different here, and it's not just because I'm here. It is. Me and my sisters and my wife talked about it. Could be just the area that I'm in, the areas of Paris I've traveled thus far. People get dressed with effort. It doesn't matter if it's top of the morning. It doesn't matter if it's late at night. We've gone and had breakfast, you know, around 7 a.m. Seeing young ladies walking around in silk skirts and blazers. <laughs> With YSL bags. You know. And I'm talking 7 in the morning. They weren't going to work. They weren't. They're starting the day. People here wake up and put forth that effort and style to start the day. She probably wasn't going back home. She wasn't. Typically, what I do in America, in the U.S., you know, if I woke up that early to go get breakfast, I don't know what this lady's doing over here. She's banging the sidewalk with a bottle. I don't know. You probably hear it in the background. But like I said, I apologize. Typically, you know, if I woke up at 7 in the morning to go get breakfast, I'm throwing on something suitable. And then I'm going to go home later and put on some clothes to kind of start the day or head to somewhere else, you know, in the middle of the day. Um, not here. You put on your fit, if you will, for the day. And you, and you walk and you go and you go shopping and you walk and you hang with friends and, and you do that. There are the men here put forth the effort now in the area that i'm in because i've been to two three different areas and i've noticed a change in style when i first got to the area that we're staying in i didn't see a single pair of sneakers that that are typically discussed on this podcast i didn't see anything that i owned i was like oh my gosh paris doesn't like sneakers but i'm not in the areas of shopping where we're staying. I'm not in those, you know, areas where maybe the younger may hang out. <laughs> Seeing people with what they're wearing sneaker-wise out here, your uh, Balenciagas, Dior's, YSL, Alexander McQueen's, they wear that stuff here. Once again, in the area that I'm staying as shoes. Let me tell you something. Everything here is treated as shoes, as clothes. The stuff that I see people walking around wearing just, it's Monday, is stuff that 
back home in the U.S. would be a fit. You don't put your... I, 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 this is me. And, and, and I'm not putting this on everybody in the U.S. But... My Gucci sneakers, my Balenciagas, my... If I owned that back home, wouldn't be... Oh, wake up in the morning, put on the Balenciagas. I'm going to go ride my bike down the street. No, 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 no. That's here. I'm talking eight hundred to thousand, two thousand dollar sneakers out here, filthy, beat up, dirty, and I love it. I love it because it takes away the work into your fashion, into your clothes. I saw a Amiri, I believe the brand is Amiri. I'm just getting familiar with Amiri. It's something I haven't looked into a lot, but I believe it's the brand with the A in the heart. I had thought about buying an Amiri hoodie before coming here. I think the hoodie was around 550. I saw a man wearing the exact same hoodie. That hoodie was trashed, faded, hole under the sleeve, like the armpit area. It, it, it was dirty. It looked like he wore it every single day. I loved it. I loved it. Because you know what? If I would have bought it, and I've had this discussion with people before, I said, man, I can't imagine paying that much for a hoodie because I'd be terrified to wash it. I'd be terrified to get a hole in it. I'd be terrified of ruining this hoodie that costs 500 plus dollars because you know what paying 500 plus dollars for a hoodie like that that's a fit now i would let it sit in my closet and collect dust and sit there until i felt like back home i was gonna go somewhere um where it'd be fitting to wear a $500 sweater. Now, keep in mind, which we all already know, even if I wore that $500 sweater to something back home that I believed was a $500 sweater thing to go to, 99% of the people in that room wouldn't even know what it was. That's facts. It's not even a question. If I bought an Amiri hoodie, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right, I don't know. If I bought an Amiri hoodie and walked around and said, ooh, we going to this tonight? Yeah, I'm wearing my Amiri hoodie, which 99%. I'm talking about the crowds that I hang out with. I'm talking about the people that I've typically been around. 99% of them wouldn't have known what it was. I appreciated seeing that man here with that beat up hoodie. That man got his money's worth out of it. It made me think to myself, how often am I getting the money's worth out of my stuff. We find this we find this um, <sighs> is it clout status in our culture, sneaker culture and having DS sneakers. We have to figure out a reason why to undies a pair of Travis Scotts. 
Oh, I've seen about five pair of Travis Scott's here. And them joints made the top 10 list of sneakers I've seen on feet in Paris to me. Oh, them Travis Scott's, they were beat. I'm talking the beat beat. I'm talking the type of beat that a nice kicks would post. Like the, the, the shock faced emoji. They can't believe how beat they are. That's the type of beating I see. And I absolutely loved it. That's how they should be. It can't be walking around <laughs> trying to look for special occasions to wear sneakers. And I'm not trying to say that's what we should be doing. I'm talking about me. Coming on a podcast every once in a while saying, man, I probably got about 20, 25 pairs of sneakers I've never worn. Don't act like that that isn't a part of our culture as some type of symbol of status. Like, dang. Sneakers always have a certain place of level of like, these are dope forever. Doesn't matter how long you have them DS. But the longer you keep stuff DS, it does wear off. Because we desensitize, we desensitize ourselves to how often we see it. If I bought a pair of Travis Scott fragments, what, a few months ago, whenever they came out, and them joints are still sitting in my closet and sitting in my closet, and I maybe find time to wear them January 2022, they're not what they are anymore. People have seen them a trillion times. People already are familiar with them. It isn't that. People here, they buy and they wear day one. They get them fits off out here wearing them Travis Scott's and they're beat. Man, I'm talking, I've seen some stuff that you would never, I've seen sneakers that are reselling right now for probably close to 3,000, 5,000, maybe more. Beat. I loved it. Let me talk about going shopping. Let me talk about Kiss. I remember when we first started the podcast, a shout out to Manor. Love Manor. Arizona has never had anything last, anything as good as Manor in our state. I appreciate Manor. I'm glad we have Manor. Manor is a tourist destination stop. You come to my city, you come to my state, I'm gonna tell you Manor, you gotta stop by Manor. Grab you a Manor t-shirt, grab you a Manor hat, grab you something. Manor is the spot in Arizona, but I remember somebody on Instagram had posted What's your favorite sneaker shop or your favorite shop or whatever? And I had been to Kith a bunch of times in New York. I've been to, been to Kith in New York a bunch of times. And it's a beautiful store, regardless of how you feel about Kith, regardless of how you feel about Ronnie Feig and what you heard and what you know and what you're seeing on the internet and you know all this stuff, regardless of that, you know. Kith stores are beautiful. It will make you go in there and buy a pair of all white Air Force Ones and make you feel special. You go buy Kith just to get the bag. Like, period. I know some of you are gonna be like, yo, it's Greg, yo, Greg's a, Greg's a hype beast, bro. Oh my God, I can't believe you're that type of person. You go in Kith just to cop. There's no store that makes me feel like I have to cop. I know, bro. I know you sneakerheads. I get it, sneakerhead. I get it. You don't want to let anybody know something makes you feel special, makes you feel good. Yo, they're just kicks, bro. Where would you like, bro? I get it, man. Thank you. Thank you, sneakerhead. And I'm not judging. I'm not. 
It's the internet. We started this podcast doing a lot of judging, and we met every word we said. So I get it. That's why when people judge me or talk about me or say something about me, I can't do anything about it. It comes to the territory. I'm not going to get mad at you for saying something about me. I'm not going to get angry with you. I'm not going to block you. Knock yourself out. It may annoy me, but it may annoy me because you're a moron. Besides the fact, I remember that Instagram post, they asked, what's your favorite store? And I said, Kith, hands down. I remember somebody locally, this is old, four years ago, somebody, yo, you don't want to support Manor, fam? Shut up. I love Manor, but Manor ain't Kith. Let me tell you something. Kith in New York isn't Kith in Paris. If they would have took down every single thing that said Kith in that store, every single thing that said to us or whatever the slogan is, if they would have took down every single thing out of Kith that was Kith and they switched it out with Chanel, you would have thought it was a Chanel store. That store was so beautiful, I can't even describe it. The marble, the gold, the pillars, the wood, the bar. It had a bar restaurant down there. I think it was called Saudines, I believe. Seeing people in streetwear <laughs> eating a croissant and a, a latte with bags from Kith is something I can't describe because I am a sneakerhead. I am an OG in sneakers. I walked in there and damn near spun around like, this may date myself, like Mary Taylor Moore. We're gonna make it after all. Do, 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 do. I spun around that store with my hands in the air like a thought. There's no store that I've been to. I'm not saying that there isn't. I've been to streetwear wise, sneaker wise, that could ever compare to Kith Paris. Period. Period. Beautiful. Did they have anything that I haven't seen before um, sneaker wise? Absolutely not. Nothing. Hey, you know, I, I bought human race Shoshonas out of there. There wasn't nothing in there I hadn't seen before. There were things in there that I hadn't seen in person yet. And I was like, oh, shoot, them joints is kind of dope in person. Oh, man. Saw a lot of the Clarks. They had a lot of the Clarks in there, you know. Um, we were with packing. Uh, we had to pay 100 bucks extra to get our luggage here. We overpacked. Me and my wife. It's, you know, it is what it is. Um, It's a feeling. It was beautiful. I love it. I, I mean, uh, you had to buy something out of there. I, mean, I got my sister-in-laws to buy stuff out of there. I mean, we were buying stuff that, like, typically, you know, my wife bought a gold bracelet, a Kith gold bracelet out of there. I bought my daughter a necklace out of there, you know. I bought my daughter a necklace out of Kith Paris. I feel good to be able to say I can do that. I grabbed a bunch of shirts, you know, got one for my son, got a couple for myself, you know, got the human races, you know, my sister-in-law bought, you know, two pair of uh, Vans, 
think they're handcrafted, the bandana joints for, you know, her son and his uh, girlfriend. And, and my other sister-in-law bought her son some Jordan 1s, you know. We walked out of there with some bags, heavy bags. It felt good. I thought it was dope how not to, you know, hey, I don't know the things out here, you know. I know in, in the U.S., you know, this might be offensive, but they gave me the blue kith bag. They gave my sister-in-law the pink kith bags. I know in the U.S. that might start a, start a protest, but hey, I'm just talking to you about where I am right now. Let's talk about streetwear and style in that perspective. Um, you know, me and George do this a lot. I do this with my wife when I'm online looking at clothes and shopping. I think I've learned or I may have come to my own conclusion or I just I'm just talking. I don't know that some of the stuff that we see online, some of the stuff that we see in stores and some of the bigger cities. Now, New York, I kind of exclude New York because New York has always been a super duper fashion capital. L.A. has always been a, a, a super style capital. Style. Never considered it a fashion capital, but I consider it a style capital. People in L.A. have a style. So you'll see some of these same things and pieces out there. But especially when you shop online, you go on Bodega, you go on these websites, you go on Concepts, you go on these websites where you run in the shirts, <laughs> you run in the shirts, certain items, and you see the price and you say to yourself, who in the world is buying this? Who is paying $630 for this off-white T-shirt? Who's paying $1,100 for this off-white hoodie? Oh, they're doing it here. I've seen more shirts that I wouldn't even consider paying for on bodies, walking around, hanging out, drinking a coffee, like it's nothing. I'm talking off-white. I'm talking about, like I said, man in the Amiri hoodie. I'm talking about, you know, younger cats wearing the, 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 the big Montclair jackets, you know. I'm seeing people walk around wearing, you know, all that stuff that when I look at it, like, who in the world is buying that? I look at the specific styles of the things that I see online. Weird pants. Weird pants to me. Let me make sure I say that. In the U.S., you see certain things, you're like, those are weird. No, 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 no. When it comes to style out here, there is nothing that is weird. It is clothes. I've seen men walk around here wearing pants that were so wide. We, we joke about Jinko. They're walking around wearing probably $1,000 pants that are wide, and they're not uncomfortable. They're not out of the norm. Nobody is going, the heck is up with his pants? <laughs> he just has his own style. He knows how to dress. I appreciate that. But like I said, you know, I I'm seeing people wearing stuff that if I paid 400, 500, 600, 700, 800, 900, 1,000 plus for these items, these items would see the earth 
maybe once a year because I've put, besides the monetary value, I put another value on it. I put another value of, I can't ruin this. I can't mess this up. I put these additional values on it to where I don't even get my value back. I don't get my value back. That's why, like I said, I appreciate seeing that. I appreciate seeing these beat up sneakers because they got their value out of them. I personally want to try to get to that point for myself as a sneaker head, for myself as a collector. I want to get the value out of my stuff. The value isn't me showing you on Instagram. The value is me appreciating what I have on and walking around with it on a daily basis. I should be comfortable with wearing my Travis Scott's even though we about to go to the concert. Yeah, they're going to get dirty and muddy. I'm not going to lie to you. I've seen those pictures online. You know, somebody wears their Travis Scott to the Travis Scott concert and they get destroyed. And what are the things we say? Why on earth would you do that? They should have wore their beaters to the concert. No, they should have wore their Travis Scott's to the Travis Scott concert. They should have. That's where the value comes in. I went to a Travis Scott concert in my Travis Scott's. That's the value of it. There's no value in, I wore my Travis Scott's to SneakerCon. Thanks. So did the other 35 to 40 to even maybe close to 100 people thought about it or did to SneakerCon. You're not getting your value out of it. You're not getting your value out of it. I want to get the value out of my stuff. Um... I've seen in the shopping area. So this is around, you know, this is where Kith is. This is where your Gucci's are, your Chanel's, your Dior's, your, um, you know, H&M's, your Foot Locker's, your things like that. This is where that stuff is. This is where I've seen the value. This is where I've finally seen sneakers and seen stuff like that. I haven't seen, and I'm not exaggerating, and I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. I haven't seen one person who... Is clearly into streetwear culture and the sneaker culture. I haven't seen one person with a pair of sneakers I thought were DS or their first day wearing them. These sneakers were beat. I'm talking beat. I'm talking stuff that just recently came out. I'm seeing sneakers that they're getting their value out of. I'm seeing sneakers on people that When they came out, they put them on, they wore them, and they've probably worn them every single day or every single week since they've had them. And I mean wore them, walk, ride the bus, get on the train, ride a bike, go run, chase somebody, slap somebody in half. I don't know, but they've definitely done something in them. Let me tell you something. They didn't take those sneakers home and scrub them. Oh, my God. I got a tire mark on my ambush donks. We're going to get home and pull up my, my scrubbing kit. My eraser, fam. What did you use on this material, fam? I got dust on my suede, fam. What do you use? No, they go home, they take the shoes off, and they throw them in the corner. 
and then they go have some wine with their friends and they put on their Balenciagas that are beat, beat. But that's neither here nor there because I'm not judging us back home because I'm a part of us back home. I, for myself, like to take these type of situations that I see for myself personally and hopefully apply them a little differently. When I get back, I'm going to wear these. I'm going to undes these. I'm not going to sit around and stare at stuff in my closet and be like, I don't know how to wear this. I don't know what to do with this. Oh, I got a shoe that's brown now. I got to figure out where to get a brown shirt. No, I'm wearing my stuff. Hopefully, because like I said, I come back home, get back into the routine. I don't know. I apologize if you hear a lot of wind in this audio. I'm going to do my best to try to take it out, take out some of that background noise, like I said. Um, but hey, I, I really shouldn't even be doing this while walking these beautiful streets of Paris. But I do appreciate you guys so much. And I want to share it while I'm here. I don't want to wait till I get home to do so and it kind of fades away the feeling fades away i forget a few things you know you know how that works i appreciate everybody who likes subscribes share this podcast i appreciate everybody who dms i appreciate all the love and appreciation for the fits i've been posting and things like that um you know I'm out here. I mean, I might as well. The one thing I will say that, you know, when I've, I've noticed with streetwear and I've noticed with sneakers out here and, and, and people that I would assume are a part of that community. You know what? Let me put it this way. I can't even make the assumption that the people I've seen in streetwear and sneakers are a part of our community. And a part, I mean, is regulars. Some of these people I've seen might be tourists in the sneaker community. It's so hard to tell. And I love that. I've seen people who might be what we consider the the uh, wannabes, I don't know if people still say wannabes of the community, you know, there's these guys here that are also wearing this stuff that like, I can't believe, like who would wear this, who would buy this? I mean, I seen a guy wearing, uh, I think it was a leopard print bubble jacket and I feel like I've seen it on a website before. I think that jacket, no joke, was around $3,000 and he's wearing foam runner, Yeezy foam runners. And you know, he looked like, I really hate using this term, but he looked like some type of douchebag, you know? He looked like, you know, he had gigantic sunglasses, like not fashionable gigantic sunglasses. I'm talking about like those, you know, I can't even describe them. But he just looked like that guy, like, yo, bro, like, you know, our version of like, you know, the French version of like, you know, anyways. There's a Supreme out here somewhere and I'm only saying that because I saw somebody walking with a Supreme bag. Uh, I don't know where it's at. We're gonna go back into those shopping areas today. Maybe I'll run into it or not. Um, but you know, I do wanna go in there and see what they have, you know. Um, 
But, you know, going back to sneakers, like, it's, it's one of the things that's funny is, like, the appreciation of being out here in Paris, the appreciation of, like, things that, like, we've seen in the history books, things you heard about, things you see in movies. You know, yesterday we went to the Louvre. The Louvre is, I think, the, the museum, the, the greatest museum in the world. That's how I've always viewed it. That's how I've always, you know, that's how I've always viewed it, you know. I mean, it's home to the most famous painting maybe the most famous face in the world, and that's, you know, the Mona Lisa. Whether you're into art, whether you're into anything of that nature, I think regardless of age, you know the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa from the signs, there's a line to go see it. It's about a two hour wait to get in front of the Mona Lisa. You can get close to it from the sides. You can get kind of get close to it walking by. But to get a front view in front of the Mona Lisa was about a two-hour wait. It's not like the area in the museum typically where you just walk around and you just keep looking and you see the painting. Ah, there's the Mona Lisa. It's not like that. You have to, you have to go to it. You have to... You have to wait to see it. It's a line inside of the museum, which is great. We place values, and <laughs> I know, Sneakerhead, I know. You're a hype beast, bro. You, bro. I don't care who you are. You can tell me what you want to say. I don't care, and I don't believe you because I'm part of the culture. I've been in it for a long time, and I know because I am that. I've done that. I feel that. You love having the special sneakers, the limited ones, things you won't see often, things that nobody sees often. You know, I got to keep these on ice because they're more special than the other ones. I need to pull these out at the right time. Like, you know, hit the streets with them at the right time. Break those necks. Chop it up about them. I get it. I saw five Leonardo da Vinci paintings five of what I believe they said was 22 that are in existence in the world I saw five of them with my own eyes. Let me tell you something. They devalued any DS sneaker I have Five original Leonardo da Vinci paintings. I saw those with my eyes with my wife with my sister-in-laws in pay now I understand some of you might say, oh, Leonardo da Vinci, well, there are no off-white ones. <laughs> Let me tell you, on my top 10 list of sneakers I've seen on feet in Paris, ranked by how beat they were. Off-white ones are on that list. They were beat, and I appreciated that Parisian got his, assuming he's Parisian, could have been anything. It's very cultural out here. It's very melting pot out here, where I'm at. 
They were beat. He got his value out of his off-white ones. They're not sitting in his closet, just sitting there. And then you pull them out, yo, they turn yellow. Anyone else's off-whites turn yellow? I haven't even rocked them yet, and now they're yellow. What the F, bro? Shut up. Go put on some a cheap t-shirt, some cheap shorts, and put your off-white ones on, and go hold hands with your wife and your girlfriend and walk through the park. Go walk the dog in your off-white ones. Just do it. Ain't that the slogan? Just do it. Put the shoes on. Just do it. Real quick, pay a bill. Ain't that what other pods, radio shows say? Let's pay a bill. Stathero.com slash sneaker One thing about being in Paris out here is I'm not tied down to the TV. So I didn't watch one second of football on Sunday and I love it. But for those who are and have been, you know, back home watching football, man, you want to better your odds of winning. You want to better your odds playing a daily fantasy sports league. You're playing against the house with Stat Hero. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before the game starts. No other platform does so. You have the option to pick your players to see who could get the most points that day. You're playing against the house. Your odds are better. I did check ESPN app and I saw some great games from some people. I saw some injuries from some people. I saw some stuff that dramatically alters odds making money in your favor. One of the lineups that I saw Stat Hero had had Saquon in it. Saquon went down. If you would have chose Zeke Elliott in your lineup, the odds are better in your favor. You win. StatHero.com slash sneaker disc. Take advantage of the opportunity when you go to the website for the first time and you use the promo code. Here's the promo code. Sneaker disc. S-N-E-A-K-E-R-D-I-S. It will double your first deposit. That means you put a hundred bucks in, they give you a hundred bucks in. You put in a thousand bucks in, they give you a thousand bucks. It's free money for you to play with. It's free money for the opportunity for you to win. You're playing against the house. There's not a lot of people that can say that can do that. Better your odds. Play against the house. Get on there the day before. Sunday, the Thursday night games, get on there. There's a game tonight still. I'm in Paris. I can't keep track of what day it is. I have no idea what's going on. I can't keep track. But there will be a Monday night game tonight. Get on there. See what the lineup is. Play against it. Pick a better lineup. Win. Better your odds. Stathero.com slash sneaker disc. Do it. Helps us out. Support the podcast. Put a deposit in there. When you put that promo code SNEAKERDISS, S-N-E-A-K-E-R-D-I-S-S, in the promo code box to double your first deposit, 
pay attention. First deposit. This isn't all the time. So when it's your first deposit, you want to put the max, the most you want to put in there and double it. When you do that, you support our show. People ask me all the time, yo, how can I support the show, fam? I love you guys, bro. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys, too. Go to stathero.com slash sneaker disc. Make, some, make yourself some money. Cop those grill sneakers. Cop those grill sneakers that you're going to get value out of, that you're going to rock, and you're going to beat, and you're going to treat them like sneakers. And you can do that by playing better odds against the house at stathero.com slash sneaker disc. I think I've explained a lot today. I think I've talked for a while. Obviously, this is going to be a shorter episode. Hopefully, the audio wasn't too bad. I'm going to do my best to make sure it's palatable. I know you guys listen on headphones. I know you guys listen in your cars and your vehicles and things like that. And the audio, you know, can be either high, can be either low. There's a lot of background noise. There's a lot of wind out here. There's dogs. There's children. There's construction. There's a lot of things out here that could make this audio sound maybe a little bit unbearable. I don't know. Once I take a listen to it and figure that out, I'll make that determination or not. Um, I'm going to do my top 10 list. And there's no video this week. I'm, this is an audio episode this week. Sorry, I didn't bring the camera. Yo, fam, I need the video. You ain't getting video this week, all right? I'm going to post it on YouTube. That's it. Deal with it. Here are my top 10 sneakers I've seen on feet in Paris to me ranked on how beat they were and I love it. Number 10. Jordan 4 Black Red Bread OGs. Homeboy was wearing them, had some jeans on, had some type of brand, crew neck, I don't know what it was. Them joints were beat. He got his value out of them. They were sneakers to him. They were beat. But man, you, you, it, 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 a pair of Jordans, regardless of, you know, how expansive your style gets, you know, how adventurous you start venturing out in, there's nothing like seeing an OG pair of Jordans. One through 14, an OG pair. Nike Air on the back. There's nothing like it. Number nine. Jordan 4 PSGs. Let me tell you something. It ain't easy getting inside the PSG store. All right. The PSG store is the store. It was about a 15, 20 minute wait to get inside the store to be told, yeah, sorry, bro. We have no more messy jerseys, bro. <sighs> me and George have talked very highly about PSG 4s on the podcast. Great materials. This cat was had him on. He's in line at the PSG store wearing PSG Jordan 4s. Them joints were beat and I loved it. He got his value out of them. Number eight, I saw Dunk Low Viotechs, the OG Viotech colors. I think there was more than one. I don't remember. Viotech Dunk Lows. This man, them joints were beat. I honestly think he got ran over by a car in one of them while wearing them. That's how beat they were. This man is dragging a kid, pushing a stroller, carrying a kid in his arm. He had a smile on his face. He wasn't wearing, ooh, look at my Viotex. I ND'd him today. No, I'm wearing shoes today. Number seven, Dunk Low Black Whites. Me and my wife... And my sisters were standing to get inside Chanel's store. See, uh, I'm assuming a young group of gentlemen 
very excited. Black young men, hyped, excited, making noise in French. I don't know what they were saying. For all I know, it could have been bad. Who knows? But they were happy. They were shooting a music video. I'm assuming the rap. I don't know. The man was, I guess, I don't know. He was doing a French version of the Sea Walk. I don't know what it was. Some of the worst dancing I've ever seen in my entire life. He was doing it in his black-white dunks. He was creasing them. He was beating them. They were beat. He was, he didn't care. He had something he needed to do today. He was wearing shoes. He didn't care. They were beat. He did not care. Number six. New Balance 550 Green ALDs. I mean, Leon Dior? Whatever. Dior? Whatever. I'm in Paris. I'm in Paris. Beat. His fit was fire. Saw him in Kith. He was wearing some nylon pants and joints fit. Them joints sat on top of them ALDs just right. Them joints were fire. And they were beat. He wore them. Number five, Jordan 1 Chicago Lowe's. You don't see Jordan 1 Chicago Lowe's in the state that often. I know a lot of my homies that got them and I should have bought them and I didn't, but you don't see those on feet often. This cat was wearing them. We went to visit a, a Catholic church over sort of near Notre Dame. My wife wanted to go visit it. We went inside. I see him over there with his family. Them joints were beat. They were so beat, I couldn't even, I could barely identify them. I was like, are them Chicago... Dunks? Lows? Highs? Ace 83s? What the heck are those? He finally moved a certain way. Pants lifted up. Chicago, Jordan 1 Lows. Beat. Love it. That's my number five. Number four, Air Max 95 Neons. I've always given Air Max 95s a hard time. I always felt like they were really, really overrated when we were younger. I've come back around to them. MX-95s are special. They are. You just gotta get over the fact that they may be a little bit more bigger, a little bit more bulkier than most of the other Air Force Ones. Once you get over that hump, you, you'll come appreciate to them. I saw this man, they were a beat. He was like fishing or trying to fish. I don't know what he was doing. He had a fishing pole. Them joints were beat. They looked like they smelled like fish. I loved it. I think his air bubbles were popped. Number three. Jordan 1, Travis Scott Highs, man, I know I brought it up on the podcast earlier. Them joints were beat. I'm talking beat. They were so beat that me, being the American, the U.S. sneakerhead that I am, so I was like, these joints so beat, they might be fake. But he was also wearing this off-white t-shirt that I seen on Union website for, that was about, I think, maybe... $380, $480 t-shirt. I'm not talking about a bun down, I'm not talking about a crew neck, a t-shirt, a white one as that, at that. He had style, he had fashion. He got his value out of his sneakers, he was getting his value out of his off-white shirt, he was getting his value out of his clothes, and he was killing that fit. Number two, ambush dunk ones, and the royal color, the white and royal blues. Them joints came out maybe what, ugh? Three months ago, two months ago, 
I, I told you, he must have put them on immediately and wore them every single day. Them joints, he got his value out of them. And them joints looked good beat. The leather looked good beat. His pants sat just right on them. I know we talk about on this podcast, yo, them joints is bulky. You can't wear those. They're too big. They're bulky, bro. Oh, my God. I can't wear those. Wear your sneakers. Wear your sneakers. Appreciate them. Figure out how to wear them. Put forth the effort how to wear them. They were beat. They looked good. The color was vibrant even though they were beat and number one number one and i brought it up already jordan one chicago high off white i think what are they going for 35 five thousand resale this man was wearing them joints and kids them joints were raggedy I don't think beat is the right word they were raggedy i think they were being held together by a catholic prayer them joints were beat and they looked good. This man had got the opportunity to either be able to pay resale, I don't know, or the opportunity to pay retail, I don't know. But let me tell you what that man got. He got value in him. There's no value in your off-white one sitting in the club. Yo, bro, they're going to sell for like, you know, I'm, I'm keeping these joints because they're going to sell for like 9000 one day. And what you going to use the 9000 on? Yo, I paid, uh, you know, all my irresponsibility throughout the years, you know, so I went back and paid, uh, I, I paid off, uh, you know, that time I, I, I got a ticket, you know, I kept getting tickets, I paid off my, you know, my court fees. Uh. Get the value out of your sneakers. Forget that resale price, sometimes. Forget it. Oh, I can't wear these too much, yo. There's only like a thousand pairs that exist. Fam, get your value out of them. You have no value in them. Every sneaker doesn't hold that type of value. I don't see people wearing off-white ones and be like, ooh. I've seen them a trillion times in pictures, online. I've seen them in person. I've seen them in stores. I've seen them. There's no more value into it by just holding it. I don't. Yes, they came out about, what, three years ago? Two years ago, three years ago, cool. When you whip that joint out <laughs> three years, four years later, don't nobody go, ooh, anymore. They go, dang, he wearing them off-white ones. Imagine, imagine the day you copped them, you put them on your feet, and you went out, and you've got value out of your sneakers. That's when you get the... Ooh, homie rocking the off ones. You're not getting that three years later. You're not getting that five years later. You're not getting that 10 years later. I appreciate everybody who listens to me talk on this podcast. Not your usual podcast, but I felt good and inspired walking around through this city. I did. It's morning. The streets are wet. I see people already walking around in their rude, rude sneakers. I see homeboy over here wearing a Fendi hoodie. I think it's 8 a.m. maybe right now. About to go get a COVID test so I can head to London. I think it's a requirement. I think it's definitely a requirement to get back in the United States. I don't know. I got the vaccine. Dang, that's Mercedes fire. Yeesh. Anyways, that is the sneak disc. Messy.